Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. Hi guys, it's Pete Can from Laughter and Positivity with Pete, and this week I'm very excited to be joined by the lovely Alison Orr. Now, Alison is from Dubreeze, a laughter yoga leader and teacher, well-being coach from rugby in England, and wants to do people good and help them be the best they can be. Alison, hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hello, Pete. And nice to see you. Uh, and for those that you, well, people won't know this who's listening, but we we did a little after session about literally about an hour ago, wasn't it? So um, we did. Yeah, yeah. We so, did. Uh, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. It was good. So it was good. It was good, wasn't it? It was nice. It was lots of fun. So um, so yeah. so. First question I've got for you, Alison, is how did you discover laughter yoga? Um, well, I used to work um, for an infrastructure organisation for the voluntary and community organisation, and we were doing some work with the uh, clinical commissioning groups up and down the country. And I went to a conference, um, and we were talking about how we could engage the sector with the medical profession, really, because the two don't normally mix at all. Um, and somebody said, oh, well, we had a conference and then we ended up in the pub and we did a laughter yoga session. And I'm like, hey, what? What's, what's this laughter yoga? Um, so I came home and did some research, Googled it, um, and got all sorts of uh, weird videos, I must say. I'm thinking, yeah, this is all a bit, you know, because if you take it out of context like that, it does look weird doesn't it to start mm-hmm. with um but i thought i've got to experience this for myself so i did the the leadership training and then i did the train the trainer um and i started to think then well actually this isn't just something about having a laugh and it isn't something that you can only do once this either has to become part of you or it's just something that you teach and and therefore you wouldn't be being as authentic as you should be. But I was so wrapped up in in work at the time, full-time work, um, that I kind of put it on the back burner for a little while. And then uh, I got that my my world, sort of a year, about a year before lockdown at full-time work, my, my whole world began to go, all the colour was taken out somehow. It, it was... It was going grey. It was growing black and white. And I just, I didn't know how to get out of it. And I thought, you know, you are silly because you've learned how powerful laughter can be in your life. You've got to start making it true and real for you. Um, And so that's what I did. So I I started laughing every day. The main thing I did was laughed. My, My office was 10 minutes away from home. So that was good because I laughed in the car for 10 minutes there and I laughed in the car for 10 minutes coming back. Um, And you know you get all those looks from people that, you know, traffic lights and stuff. But anyway, and then it, so so I started off my, my working day by laughing. So by the time I got to the office, I was in a, a much better place 
I know it sounds silly, but it, but it's true. You know that laughter does that. And then when I left to come home, I was in a much better place when I got home. So the beginning and the end of my working day were far less stressful. So that's a long story cut long. Yeah. So, <laughs> cut long. <laughs> so a couple of things I wanted to t- dive in on there. So, so when yeah. you said the um, – well, first of all, how long ago did you – was this? Uh, so about four years ago. I started to get into laughter yoga, yeah, and did my training. And and so what was the gap between becoming a leader then becoming a teacher? Um, it was only a matter of months, I think. Um, I, I went on the leadership as soon as I could get. Um, and uh, very, very different being a leader and then a, and then a teacher. The, t- the teacher training is much more intensive. It's a five-day thing. Um and from that point, I think I really got to know what laughter yoga was all about. So you were you were in it, and you were in it with others. Hmm. Um, so yeah, probably I've been serious about laughing for me for about the last two years. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm just quite interested actually because you did the leader course, and then so then you decided like quite quickly that you wanted to do the training as well was there is that was there a reason that you wanted to become a trainer rather than just the leader um when I did the leader I did um one day online mm-hmm. and then had to go down to London for the for the next day and obviously very very different so doing something online there were a couple of us doing it um with the teacher online um but then we had to go and do our second day in, in order to get the certification. And that was, it was like a culture shock going in there and because they'd all met each other and they all knew each other. And so two of us went in and it was, it was a bit of a culture shock. And so I sat back, I think quite a lot and just watched and, and, and observed. And when I came away, I initially thought, because I, my background is a trainer. So I've Mm -hmm. been a trainer for the voluntary and community sector around governance and how to be a trustee and your finances and how to be legal and um, fundraising and all that kind of stuff. So I thought as a trainer, this is, this could be another thing in my arsenal, if you like, so that when I'm training with the voluntary and community sector, used to do a lot of things around presentation skills and confidence building Mm-hmm. And laughter yoga just so fitted in. So that's why I wanted to do it so quickly. And I did have chance to take it into my workplace. They all thought I was crazy. Um, but I did take it in for a little while. Um, and, and from that, since leaving that full-time work, some of the connections that I had there have still kept in touch because of the laughter yoga. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, so, and then the other thing I wanted to quickly touch on. So you, you said that your life suddenly turned gray. Uh, go like in, in what sense? Cause that, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I just got, I just got jaded. I think I'd done sort of 20 years um, of being a trainer and a manager within the voluntary sector. Um, our, organization was coming under a bit of a restructure um i had i had no mortgage on the house i'm fortunate enough to not have a mortgage 
I had quite a bit of savings and I just thought, you know, I could, I could change this from what was becoming very, very mundane and my heart wasn't in it, mm-hmm. change it for something where my heart truly would start to beat again. And I think that's the thing where it all started to grow grey. I could not get out of this tunnel of fog. The only time that I felt anywhere near comfortable was at home. And, you know, I still was managing to get up and go to work and do the thing, but I wasn't, I was just doing it. I wasn't feeling it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I wanted to get the colour back. I had um, many years ago in my early 20s, not that many years ago, actually, but in my early 20s, I um, I did have a nervous breakdown and periodically over the years I have I have kind of seen myself going down this black tunnel and I've always managed to resist and it was kind of that again and I thought you 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 know you've got to change um you've got to do something and so I did I mean I just literally gave up work that and and that was it and then my and then I started to breathe again and the colour started coming back and I set up my own business just when COVID lockdown started. <laughs> Not the best time, but actually it's given me a year or, or more of just trying to be, well, not trying to be, but breathing like like me, like Alison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 the colour is back. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Just by, amazing. And, and, and I think this is very important, Pete, for people to, to know. If they are in that place they can, they have the ability to stop and get out and do something different. Mm. And very often, you know, you hear it all the time, people saying, well, when, I, when I've got this much or when I get a new car or when I've retired or when I've this. You know, way back in um, 2002, I got breast cancer. And so I had to have full mastectomy and, and all the rest of it. But that was 2002. We're now in 2021. And from that time, my life also, the, the way I look at life also changed. And everybody, you know, who's had a, um, a near sort of, I don't know, I suppose it was a near death. Where you, that's your fear anyway. It really does change your mind. And so you, you just need to be living for every day. And there, there is no tomorrow. There's only now. And you have to live for now. And laughter yoga this past year has so impacted on that you know you can't worry and laugh at the same time impossible so hey let's laugh exactly exactly so so how would you say laughter's enhanced your life then um because i get up at seven so i'm at at home obviously um and working from home sometimes hard to get motivated you will probably know this yourself Mm -hmm. so by setting myself at seven o'clock deadline to to get up so set the alarm for about quarter to seven, get up and get ready to do laughter, telephone laughter yoga or telephone laughter. Um, so that starts my day. And when I don't do that, because sometimes I'm lazy, you really can tell the difference. So there, was, there were times over the past year even where I haven't got dressed. I mean, probably like a lot of people, haven't got dressed, haven't washed my hair, haven't, you know, 
just slobbed around, watched a bit of telly, done a jigsaw puzzle. Um, but there comes a time when for your own self-esteem, mm-hmm. you need to set yourself some time, get yourself sorted in the morning. So ha- habit habits, by learning new habits. So I use a thing called Habit Nest. I don't know if you've heard of it, no. but it's um, Habit Nest. They do all sorts of manuals, if you like, for, for different things. And so I do the one that's morning habits. It's called the Morning Sidekick. And it literally, uh, it's, a, it's a journal, but lots of information in it as well. So you go through it and you set what those habits are. So 7 o'clock, well, 6.45, alarm goes off, 7 o'clock, laughter, quarter past, half past seven, some meditation. Then sort of quarter to eight, up, dressed, hair, makeup, breakfast, chill. I do chill then. Um, and then probably come into my office here about 10 or 11 o'clock. But without that kick from the laughter yoga, I don't think I would do what I'm doing. I don't, I don't, I think I would have got just stuck in the poor me, you know, Mm. poor me, haven't got a job, can't go out. But the laughter, it, it does something to you physically and it certainly does something to you mentally. And it's not about uh, listening to jokes and having a sense of humor and laughing in the face of adversity. It's just the physicality of laughing and all those chemicals that get released in your in your brain that do you good and that's Mm. what that's what i've been able to do through laughter yoga yeah it's really interesting that you know like you say it's having that daily laughter habit is really really important it's i'm the same with you know i used to do eight o'clock zoom laughter sessions with 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 a team of what team a group of a group of people and now sort of doing the clubhouse thing at eight o'clock and it and and weekends i don't as much anymore um and you know i do feel the difference if i don't laugh at the weekend you know i'm not sitting i can get a bit grumpy i can get a bit slouchy a bit tired a bit like like well it's all right i'm having the weekend off sort of thing but actually when when you do laugh you've got that spring in your step you've got that you know that that energy within you where you can actually go do you know what i'm gonna like i'm gonna go out and do some gardening or i'm gonna do that whereas you're right you could just sit there and actually do nothing and and it's really important to have that not only the habit but actually the accountability that you're going to meet someone to laugh and 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 people to pull you a little bit so so you know having that if you don't turn up that there's somebody there that that can actually reach out to you and just say look is everything all right you weren't here for a couple of days and and sort of got your back so so pre pre pre-covid then were you have you sort of led led you've obviously led some sessions in the past and yeah yeah yeah, so I always like to ask yogis what sort of when, you know, we've all got memories of, of, of certain points where someone's come up to you and said, blah. And I would love to hear what that blah story is that's made you just go, wow. What, from, from a laughter yoga experience, you mean? Yeah, so where, where you've run a session um, okay. and someone's come up to you at the end of it and gone, you know, what, whatever. So, yeah. So I think the the very best time for me in a laughter yoga session, and this is when we can get together and have that laughter yoga session, is the laughter meditation. That is so magic. 
and I think that's the that's the bit you can't get people to anticipate you can't explain and you have to have people to experience it and uh, my uh, son and daughter-in-law were over from Canada they live in Canada she's French Canadian and they were like really thrilled that I was doing this laughter yoga and they said mum you've got to give us a session so we got a few people just around the house for this one um and I took them through the whole thing. And I'm not kidding you, when we got to the laughter meditation, which, just to explain for people, is where it's almost free laughter. We're in a place of safety. We're in a place where we've had some really good laughter. We're lying on the floor. We're very close to one another. We've, got, we've had eye contact with one another. We've been connecting in, you know, or we've been doing our laughter exercises. And we've had lots of fun. This is the calming down time. But when people just lie on the floor like that or they sit because they can't lie, whatever, and they just laugh, that is magic. And, and, and it goes on, doesn't it? It just, it just goes on and on. And I haven't said anything. They haven't said anything. But they are laughing. Sometimes they're crying. Sometimes... Um, it's very quiet laughter and then it all goes quiet and then it all starts again and I think it was that was a very special session for me because it was people that I knew obviously that's a bit harder sometimes mm-hmm. but they just so loved it and and afterwards they they just said wow mum you know you've you've found something really terrific here how did you do that and I said well I didn't and I had videoed it. So I said, look, just watch, just watch yourself. And it went, you know, for 10, 20 minutes. That is so magic. They were each in their own bubble, if you like, each in their own little world. And they had the freedom to just laugh mm-hmm. and be themselves and relax. And then, of course, you do take them into some yoga nidra, some, some proper meditation and then some grounding stuff. And when they say to you afterwards, well, we get all the laughing, you know, and the laughter exercises and everything, and that's a bit silly. But that way we were all laughing. What on earth happened? Mm. It's magic. That's, it that's the feedback you always get from a laughter yoga session, which you I, can't do on Zoom. Uh, yeah. No, do you know what? You can't, but you... you yeah. I've done it. I have done it on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done it with, um, and and you can't really do it with corporates, if I'm honest, because it's just like they don't know what it's all about. But actually, when you've got a laughter club, uh, I've did it a few times when when I was running my evening sessions, and um, I let everyone know when we started, and it was the same group of people that used to come. So that's cool. So we all get it. We're there for the same reason. I said, right, just bring a cushion. So we're going to, yeah. at the end, we are going to lie down. And then I put the camera on me on the floor, like, because I want to lie down as well. You know, I want to get involved That's in this. This, this, this. this is why I'm here. And, and, and all right, it wasn't the same 10 to 15 minutes. It was sort of five, seven, eight minutes. But we all were at that point of just, just uncontrollable laughter. And you're right. It's not as powerful as being in person. It just never will be because be, it's just yeah and i i think as a as a leader or sort of the sessions of uh, the it's the magic allison i, I love it where, where you're there and you're watching and you know it's coming down yeah and then and then you know it's going to ripple over here and then <laughs> it just right. goes again that's it's right just, 
it's just it a is. beautiful beautiful thing and it's um yeah, yeah. I, I i you know again with the sort of corporate stuff so i do my sessions and the last i always uh, after i've done my session and i know that there's going to be like a five minute meditation i do at the end yeah i just i just say to everybody right let out any last giggles and i'll yeah. sit there and i just go <laughs> and, yeah. and and there's always there's always a, a few that will, will do it it's not the same as obviously the meditation but it's it's still quite nice because because actually what i find i suppose with the zoom corporate stuff people do get a little bit awkward basically when, yeah. when yeah. there's only so long you can laugh or before actually that awkwardness is just going well i'm just laughing and yeah now everyone's looking at me because i'm laughing so um yeah amazing yeah. amazing so so what would you say to anybody that was unsure about how laughter could help them well i think when i when most people say oh you know what you do or whatever and i say oh, i do laughter yoga they go oh i laugh all the time you know and and i go well you don't actually <laughs> because you know there are people who laugh a lot more than others but it's not that sustained laughter, that laughter yoga, when you're training yourself to do laughter yoga, it's not that kind of sustained stuff. And I think people will try things, you know, some people want to go skiing, some people ice skating, some people want to play football, some people want to go zip skidding or whatever it is, zip lining, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I say to people, don't knock it till you've tried it. And they go, yeah, I looked at that on, on YouTube. It's absolutely crazy. You wouldn't catch me doing that. And I say, you've, you've, got, to, you've got to experience it. You've got to at least give it a go. And then if you don't like it, not right. everybody will. I don't like skiing, you know. So not everybody's going to like this. Some people might like massage or Reiki or whatever to, you know, those kind of therapies and modalities. But... I, I just would ask people to give it a try. And I I do find that the people that you expect to laugh the most are the ones that are, that are the most inhibited when you come to laughter. Because I at first I thought, oh, I'll, I'll invite her and I'll invite him because they're a great laugh. They'll, they'll love it. And actually, those are the ones that are really inhibited. And the ones that come and they're like a bit shy absolutely get embroiled in it. And so I think... The message is give it a go and if it takes you slightly out of your comfort zone think about what you might do with it then so I always leave people with a bit of homework and you know the um I think it was Joe that bought in the laughy where you take a picture of yourself or video of yourself laughing Mm -hmm. I always get people to to um go away and do their own laughy um and to just get to people to try and think about if it made you feel like that today, if that made you feel good, wouldn't you want to do it again? Mm. And I know there's lots of science and research and people go, oh, yeah, laughter's good for you, isn't it? Well, they don't know if, they don't, if they're not practising that in a good and safe way every day. And that's the other thing about laughter yoga. I think some people think, well, anybody could do what you're doing. But actually we know that we've been through the training and we know the safety aspects and we know what can happen um, Mm -hmm. in terms of people's emotions and things. And um, we're we're trained and we're insured and, and, and all of that. So it's, it's not that easy, but, but people should give it a go. And there are, there are people who really don't like it. 
and but I wouldn't like to say who who they were. You know, do men like it less? I don't know. Well, I don't think so. Do, do you know? But that's a really interesting question because I. Um, because I went and met Joe because Joe lived, Joe Hall lives in Bristol as well. And he literally lives like two miles away and I'd not met him. Obviously we, we know of each other because of the laughter community. Yeah. And, um, we went for a walk in the park a couple of weekends ago and it was something I asked him because obviously he's been doing laughter yoga for, for a long, long time. And I was like, it, it's predominantly females that, that laugh that, 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 and, and the, the way I see it, from my side of things is that I think females are more open to letting themselves go and being, because, because when you do get to that uncontrollable laughter, you're not in control of yourself. You know, you, 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 you're not, you know, whereas I think men are, are more, they, they, yeah. they don't want to let go of that, that, that inhibition side of things. And, and, you know, so, so that's one thing I think, you know, but also, I, I, you know, aside with men, you know, men's mental health is massive because absolutely, we we, we don't talk. I mean, to, some of us do. You know, I, I'm I'm quite open to to people when I've got things going on in my mind. But you know, and that's where, um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, the laughter side of things, and and it, it's really. Yeah, and I and I've got loads of men friends like my table tennis. I've got my table tennis top on now. Like on my table tennis crew, there's like thirty people in the club. They all know what I do, and they just all think it's a bit bit wacky cool are you doing laughter again pete yeah yeah and i keep offering i say look let me do a session that'd be amazing we'd have such good fun and um but you know again they don't want to let themselves go from that that stage i think um and and one more thing i want to touch on when you say back give it a go and you say someone everyone should give everything a go once um i believe this is my my take on it as well is you should give laughter yoga a go twice maybe three times because i think the first time you do it you're like, oh, okay. The second yeah. time you start getting it, the third time the yeah. magic happens. And so whether, whether yeah. you know, and, and it's up to you, if you but uh, I think you have to do it twice. You have to do it twice because if you do something once, and it's like anything, it's like when we were kids, and it? it's just like, well, try try eating the olives. I've tried them. I don't like them. Well, try yeah. them again. And next thing, you, yes. you're eating olives all the time. So yeah. um, amazing. Yeah, I, okay. I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Mm. So my next thing, when, when I always ask, when I've got a laughter yogi on, I like to say, what are your two favourite laughing exercises? Because we have to do two favourite exercises right now. Do we? Okay. Yeah. My favourite one is the very, the, the very starting one and the one that um, you know that everybody, I reckon, everybody will do, which is just to start with a smile and to pass that smile on. Um, and people will do that quite happily in a circle or whatever and um and then of course you ask them to giggle and then by the third time they've already got it anyway they're already laughing um and that that's see that's the magic to me that's how it happens you don't have to have there are lots of laughter exercises as we know you don't have to have all those um really extrovert ones if you like everybody can smile and make eye contact and so that's why I think that one is my favourite. So we've got to do it now. So what we do, we've we got eye oh, contact okay. over Zoom. So I went okay. there, went there. So we just have to give each other a smile. <laughs> and then a little giggle. <laughs> and then a laugh. <laughs> 
can't stop, can you? And um, I think when people get that, they they kind of go, oh, oh, see what you mean? It's not, it's not, there's no rocket science here, um, you know? So, and then are we doing another one? Yeah. So the other one is the one that I would do after that, which is the Aloha, because people can get into the, the Hawaiian kind of mood. It gets people's arms up for a start, which means that they're raising, you know, their heart is going to race a little bit um, further. So it literally is just Aloha. So those are my my two favourites because um, I don't think people feel too uncomfortable when they're doing them. And, uh, you know, when you go into the bathroom in the morning, you see see yourself and, you know, just give yourself a smile and then it becomes a giggle and then it becomes a laugh. That's, That's how easy you can be releasing your endorphins. You know, you don't have to be doing anything other than that and... So that's the those are my two for those reasons. Amazing, amazing. So, so I always like to ask as well. It's like, what what positive habits do you have? Because laughter obviously is one of your positive daily habits. Um, you've mentioned meditation as well. Do you have any other sort of daily habits that positive? Uh, I have some not positive ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, a good habit is to not be picking up the iPad and reading the news before I get out of bed. So that's a good habit that I'm not doing, if you see what I mean. Um, so the, the good habits for me are are those two that I've said, the laughter and the meditation. I'm also not very good at physical exercise. So I've started to bring that a lot more into my day. So I would say my three habits and they're all self-care when you think about it. So uh, the laughter, the meditation, um, and some physical exercise, whatever that might be. And then the other is going to bed at the same time every night and turning the light out at a certain time every night. So I use the Calm app. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, that will tell me. Um, if you want to go to if you want to go to sleep at half eleven, I'm going to ping you at about ten to eleven, which means you've got to get into bed, do what you've got to do, um, you know, read your book. But then at half eleven, that's it. You you know. So I've got that is is getting up or waking up and going to sleep at the same time, and I always listen to a sleep story at night. I'm very rarely do I get to the end of that story. So good sleep, good sleep. Um, And it is important to do, if you can, uh, wake and sleep at the same time each day. Not always possible, but... Yeah. I think I think sleep is uh, is is one of the most powerful things that we can do, and it's, it's if you don't get, we all know how how 
crap we are when we don't have a good night's sleep and how or if we've got anxious dreams or if we yeah. you know if we if we wake up in the middle of the night because of some i don't know there's lots of different reasons where you get a bad sleep and yeah. actually when you have i mean i have to have eight hours i go to bed at 10 i get up at six that's that's my routine and yeah. if i want to get up at five i will go to bed at like well the first night i won't go to bed at 10 the next night i'm like half eight on the, like just like uh, i've got to go to sleep so um yeah. okay so what what's something that a lot of people don't know about you the main thing that people don't know about me and they'll only get this if they're of a certain age um but you know do you know cagney and lacy mm-hmm. i'm cagney people don't know that mainly um so when Cagney and Lacey, and if you don't know these, that's very rude of you, and you need to go away and do some homework and find out who Cagney and Lacey are. So two uh, uh, New York cops, and uh, I just absolutely loved Cagney with the blonde hair and the perfect clothes and the real cheek of her, and so everything for me became Cagney. All my passwords on everything became Cagney. My email was Cagney. Everything was Cagney. Um, I've got my collar up now, and I remember when I first started um, uh, my job, my the chief exec came over. I was leading a training session. He came over and he started to put my collar down. I'm like, "Excuse me, this is this is Cagney, you know." She does this, and so I still do it now. Um, so Cagney is my uh, alter ego. That's amazing. Amazing. So, 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 where where can people uh, find you then? Where can they reach out to you, Cagney? Where's the best place to find you? Uh, thank you for that. Much appreciated. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, at dubris Simple as that. D u b r i e s. Dubris because that's a word that women of a certain age, like myself, um, you know, we forget words, and so dubris is a word that I use in in place of that. And just I was just thinking of a, a memory about a magic time for me um, with laughter yoga. When I was doing my train the trainer, uh, there were only three other people and myself and the trainer, and everybody in the room was younger than me. So I remember we were doing this laughter on the floor, and we were all howling. And I just said out loud, "I'm 57, and I can't touch <laughs> it." What on earth I am doing? What am I doing? I'm 57. Look at me. Um, and that will always stick in my mind because I'm thinking, yeah, 57, grand year. This year, well, next week, in fact, I'm 60. Um, and I'm not going to not do this. So there we go. Amazing. 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 Well, Alison, thank you so much for uh, joining <laughs> me today. And um, I'm sure um, we, will, we will meet in person one day when everything opens up and stuff so anyway i'm going to sign off now thanks a lot for listening and take care yourself thank you so much for listening to laughter and positivity with pete to access today's show notes and exclusive content please head over to pecan.com forward slash podcast be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity until then remember if pete can you can